0: to another exciting edition of The Untold, where we have special guests from all over the world with different backgrounds, My my friends, with my friend, Seth, and my friend, Ahmed. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you with entrepreneurship? I try to stay away from creating a business, because it's, a, it's not just a complicated world. It's, I think it's not for me. But I'm in the movie making business, so that's my friend. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's an entrepreneurship. You're, starting something, you're building something for nothing, and that's that's great. Um, Today's going to be exciting. Very exciting. I want to learn what feasibility studies that's the one. can accomplish for your yeah. business, what it really helps, and yeah. the process. Yeah, because a lot of people, I think they jump into it, and let's just show them that sometimes taking the extra step back, yeah. doing your study, and then taking the step forward yes. can add a lot of value. Do not rush things, but we're going to rush things to get our... my hair. Let's do it. The conversation starts with Talal Limhamna. Talal, Ahmed and I know you do a lot of things. Yeah. Okay, let's start with with this question. Let's make
1: it simple for the viewers and the watchers. What do you do? What I do well, I'm an entrepreneur. cat okay. uh, And in the same time, I'm a trainer. A trainer. Train people on how to do their own businesses. Okay. And in order to, for me to to do this and to reach to this position in life, I had to uh, basically go through the hustle and bustle of starting a business. Working on the... S- Going through the obstacle. Yes, and learn from the street. Learn from the mistakes. To uh, then, you know, mainstream the whole thing into something... Uh, teachable. Teachable and easy. Easy. To compress. So they don't necessarily go through what you went through. Yes. And help them go on a path of success. And uh, it wasn't easy. The thing is, at, back in the days and in, in the time, I... There wasn't a major called entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I had to, you know, figure that out through myself. Right. And that was back in 2005 when I uh, got my degree in computer engineering back in the States. And Mm. I came back to Kuwait. And also, in 2005, Kuwait wasn't that developed in that field. That was kind of uh, new. About mm. how to do programming and program a website and what have you, and not all companies supported, you know, this technical field. Even though I was on a scholarship from the governments, you know, that that's the funny part. When I came back to Kuwait, I worked in the IT department for a couple of years, one of the telecom companies, and then I felt that there was no use. Down. Of this, because um, I wasn't utilizing or or the knowledge I gained. Yeah, and Honestly, it wasn't it wasn't being, being put being to effect. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so what exactly of this? What do you mean by this? Uh, like it wasn't used in the right way to help the company, you know, develop right the telecom company. Okay. And I felt I was put on the side, so I had to, you know, start. Leave the, yeah, leave the company well,
0: and start something you love.
1: No, actually, I leave the department before leaving the company. Okay. And I was like, okay, what's the second best thing that I could do? Right. That, you know, next to to computer engineering or programming. Right. And I found my passion in, you know, uh, financial analysis and, uh, you know, finding uh, market gaps and what have you and analyze them. Being an engineer, you know, you're really good in math, usually very, very analytical and logical thinking. Yeah.
0: I uh, want to go back. Something you said. Learn from the streets. What you mean by
1: that? That's basically he t- means trial and error. Trial and error. So you find something uh, you love, and you have, you know, uh, a passion about. Yeah. And you find it by chance, by Yes. Chance. Find find your passion. Your passion by chance.
0: Yeah, sometimes you
1: have to experiment yeah. Yes, through experimentation. Exactly. You never know what you truly love until you try. Try. Yeah. Keep on trying things, different things. That's why they keep saying try, try, try.
0: Don't they call it like lean management? Or like you just try and... Yes,
1: try, again. try learn, make mistakes. Exactly. And uh, don't don't be put down by these uh, mistakes and what have you. And now Again, I want to go back to something you said.
0: Find it by chance. How did you
1: find It's by chance. Okay, that works. Yes. In in, in my case, well, finding so many things by chance. (laughs) Yeah. That's the beauty of it, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of a journey that one thing leads to another. Yes. You know? Uh, In the beginning, the the first chance of finding it by chance was, you know, analyzing numbers and what have you, presenting things to higher management to shine. Yes. Okay, shine your star, as they say. So I was—I wanted to do this. Most engineers, they lack this. They usually uh, either, uh, as they say, hermits, or, you know, they're not really friendly because yeah, they deal with, you know, machines. A lot of machines and not much people. And Yes, yeah, so I was like, okay, maybe uh, I could be that person that leads between, you know, technical people and business people or uh, normal people. You found a gap the gap, exactly. And th- that, that thing led me to go to a different department in the company, strategies department, and that's where I learned how to do feasibility studies, business plans, yes. presenting that uh, to top management, how to talk to top management, how to convince uh, the people with the mindset of giving decisions and making money and uh, how to squeeze out this money from their pocket, all these kind of things. And uh, what to say and what not to say, absolutely. so yeah, I went to that department, I learned the lingo, and had this uh, you know a paradigm shift in my mind from engineering right. all the way to
0: but it's not true that all I mean obviously as an engineer, you seem like you're an, you're an expert, and I don't think cause there's I think there's a stereotype about what engineers yeah. do, as you just said that because they work with a lot with the machinery, not not much yeah. people. But it's not a general no.
1: Three types. Usually, usually you have the let's say two uh, psychological parts of mindsets and very unique. Yeah, either either they're even technical. Yeah, too technical. Or they know the technical language, but they have the mindset of a manager, of a manager. Okay, so they can usually become the project manager of something. They can liaise. But what's the sweet spot? The sweet spot is honestly. Uh, uh, how to link or, mm. you know, convert the regular concepts yeah. mm. into technical concepts right. for engineers and then take it back okay. to business, okay, make money. Ahmed, I actually have a question. Ahmed, tell me yes or no. Do you think
0: entrepreneurship is a trend nowadays in Kuwait? A trend? Yeah, like everyone wants to start their own business. Yes, I think everyone does. So Since it's a trend, right? Because I think sure too, right? Because you seem like you're someone that you, you you threw yourself into a lot of experience and then you started your career. Yes. So you you changed departments, learned how to do feasibility studies, and so on. Is it right for people to jump into entrepreneurship right away and starting their own business just like it is a trend now? Or should mm-hmm. Why uh, all uh, your time?
1: Uh, well, you know, uh, it's it, uh, well. Let me just uh, you know rectify this. Entrepreneurship yeah. is not new only in Kuwait. It's around the world. It's part of a globalization okay. agenda right. in the world. So all how all the fast food come to Kuwait. Uh, restaurants. Because those big brands, how did they yeah, acquire Like, who, who taught them, you know, business owners yeah. won these and bring them to Kuwait? That was in the past a, a bit of a secret. Now, you know, to uh, deploy uh, yeah. globalization, they had to, like, you know, the superior managers of the world and what have you, all these big, you know, yeah. countries, they uh, let go of this and opened up the, you know, black box for people to learn.
0: Okay, so now everyone is getting the Get snor- franchise and bring it here.
1: Yes, as a franchise, uh, yeah, or entrepreneurship. How to, you know, uh, start your own business? Always try to find a gap in the markets. And what is
0: the process? I have, like, personally, there is a franchise in LA that I want to bring into Kuwait. What is the process? How do I even
1: okay. start? Well, Just yeah, email to that. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it starts with in a provocative email. But the thing is... how? the point? Provocative email. Yes. What if, what if you're you in that email? Play, yeah, play with their, you know... Like, you have to send an email. Excuse me, I'm interested in your... Or song. Yeah, we can't forget. Yes, <laughs> yes. But the thing is, you have to let your star shine. Okay. What is your star, though? Your star, your background, your knowledge, your... Okay. Uh, education. excite yourself. Excel yourself. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you just go right away... And you're uh, probably 21 years old or 20 years old, with zero background. And you tell them, "I want to get this brand, ice cream." They wouldn't trust you. They'll say no. Like, who are you? Who are you? Exactly. Right. But unless you're backed up with lots of money, money yeah. and,
0: experience. and experience, experience. So it's not enough. I'm like, I'm a millionaire. I want this franchise here.
1: Yeah. If you're a million, uh, let's say you're a real estate uh, okay. owner. Most probably, they would reject you. Really, even if you have, because you don't have that experience,
0: connection. Exactly, you have to have connection. You spoke about globalization. Now it's a huge phenomenon. I don't think people, many people, understand what it is. Can you, in your perspective, what is
1: globalization? Globalization means, you know, dissolving all the boundaries between countries in terms of uh, economical, political, yeah. social, yeah. cultural, and technological. These five aspects. We Fair. call it in business, best, logical, economic, economic, best of yeah. economic. Yeah, perfect. Nice. And uh, that's basically, you know, what globalization is. And it, when you dissolve all of these, you yeah. have countries, the knowledge and the expertise will just flow it's back and
0: In And business, once I remember in university, you told me this term, it's called globalization. When you think
1: global, act global. Exactly. You, that is, is, it, is it a thing? That's it's a thing. It's part of this as well. Okay and um once you also get into entrepreneurship you will start feeling globally what you know the whole concept of globalization but the thing is now nowadays they start realizing that they took it too far so they retracting back the concept of globalization and they're trying to set some boundaries because they said it were too much glue to protect their own identity Walls, business identities, authenticity, and whatnot. Mm. Because nowadays, you cannot say, uh, this is uh, like a bit Middle Eastern, that's a bit American. It's all, you know, Yeah. this is all together. So that's the thing. Okay. And basically, uh, that, that's what the market is all about. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, you know, inside entrepreneurship, you have to also have a philosophy behind it. Right. So, it's not only economical, it's not only business, but there has to be a philosophy that serves the society. Um,
0: right after the break, I want to talk to you about feasibility studies and how you prepare a product oh. for businesses. Right after this. Back with this lovely conversation on the untold, we left off with the feasibility studies. What is that?
1: okay well let me just go back a little bit into uh, you know entrepreneurship and link that to feasibility studies right. entrepreneurship is the art of defining or spotting a gap in the market Gap means a problem yeah there's a problem in the market whether it be it economical, social, political, cultural we, you name it, you spot a gap, right? And your intuitions tell you there is a gap, and then you go study this gap. Yeah. Is there an example of yeah. a gap that we can find? Let's, for example, say, uh, let's talk about Kuwait. Yes, there is a gap in uh, psychology studies. Yes, yes, right. Okay. Uh, psychologists from Kuwait—they uh, uh, they're undervalued, unfortunately they didn't have to sell their chance in the market. Uh-huh. So there, there's a good picture as a. Yes. yes. Image. Also, the stigma of going to see a therapist Thank yeah. still exists. Exactly. That, so that's a problem in the market. Yeah. A business owner can definitely work on this to make more money. Yes. So it's more good. mental health awareness. And, and then you can establish that, that business. Business. No, that's one. And for example, uh, another gap could be. Uh, artificial intelligence, absolutely. It's a you know a sweet, nice field, Still growing. Still at the beginning. It's in the one hundred percent. It's exploding. How about you know in the Middle East and Kuwait? The population of the Middle East only is three hundred and fifty million, from you know Morocco all the way to Myanmar. yeah. So. You can definitely utilize an in artificial intelligence. I want
0: to interrupt you. Is it true that if you want to come up with a business idea, all you have to do is sit in a cafe and listen to people speak?
1: That that could be one
0: way. That they I read it once. Like if you want to start a business, sit in a cafe, just drink your coffee, and hear people talk.
1: Yeah, and everyone have been thought about problems.
0: Yeah, Frank I'm literally getting the whole book of today. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: that, that, that that could be a, you know, a nice you know a nice way. Uh, just you know sitting in in. in Social area. Yes, listen up. You never know what
0: you hear sometimes, and you
1: just get inspired by one
0: thought, yes. and you fills that gap, F-
1: exactly. you know? Exactly. And then then definitely you link that to, to the feasibility. Exactly. And moving on just with the yeah. So and that's now, saying you define the gap. OK, you found a gap in the market. Now we need to study this idea. First of all, and first and, for the mo- uh, first, uh, first most. and foremost, first and foremost. First and foremost,
0: yes. It's time. all good. Happen. happened. Like fruit we maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways. Um, you need to make sure that it's your passion. Yeah. In this, in the Absolutely.
0: I think this is the recurring theme on our show, is you have to have passion if you want to thrive and succeed yeah, yeah. in whatever field you're in.
1: Right? Agreed? 100%. For a reason. For a big reason. Yeah. Very, very important paramount reason. Is that when you start something, you start it small, yeah. with the minimal resources possible. Right. So you don't have the enough, you know, money, capacity, power, yeah. to hire people to manage them, to give you the comfort zone. It's your one-man show at the end. Of the story. Exactly. Yeah. At the beginning. The beginning. So it's, um, you need your passion, keep you drive, 100%. keep going, and until you get lots of money to you know by yeah. the, the the mind the, the expertise to lead them absolutely exactly you know that's but, why you need passion but if I have let's assume
0: I have my own business right now right and I am a one man show why would I need a feasibility study
1: what okay. added value is it getting so to? yeah that, that's, that brings us here um, the feasibility study analyzes your idea from four perspectives yeah the first perspective is the what do you call it uh, the overall the overall strategic okay idea uh, Side strategic ideas uh, of your business. Then you have to study it and ask yourself, how can I use this overall strategy from an operational point of view called operations feasibility? Then the marketing feasibility. And then you wrap it up with the financial feasibility. Which is the most important to Yeah, it. Yeah, all of them, they can't complement each other. So operational, how can I make this idea work? You have to cover nine areas inside operations have to talk about the production requirement of your idea. You have to talk about the products, the portfolio of your yeah. products. You have to talk about the um, HR strategies, human resources strategies. You have to work, I mean, um, analyze the location, uh, the layout of the location from an engineer. So much detail we have to the plane, but we think it's way simpler than that. So to simplify,
0: I come to you. I have this business idea. You do this plan for me, the feasibility study. I take it from you and I go and start this business and then I fail. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Do you take any responsibility in that regard? Do I go back to you to yeah. see, do our plan? See,
1: yeah. Uh, you're all, you guys are old.
0: <laughs> the business menu. The, for an added fee. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in the contract that says you're
1: responsible. Yeah, because it's a plan. It's a plan. It's not concrete. It's not a guarantee. It's not a yeah. guarantee. And if since At business. the end of the day, business is all about risk. Any investment is risky business. Don't take risk. In your life, you will never grow. Right. Right.
0: I mean, uh, is it calculated risks? Calc. Calculate. If, if you can. I mean, with a physical study, obviously, it's very calculated. But is, is it true that the, the failure rate for, especially in SME startups,
1: is very high? It's more than 90. Like, what do you attribute that to? Because of uh, not sticking to the plan. Because of lack of experience, okay, lack of marketing, that's like
0: 100%. Because they seem, I think, it's because from my marketing uh, knowledge, uh, the problem we face is that people see marketing as a cost and not as an investment. That, that when you think I offer it as a cost, it becomes something that's added. A burden. It's a burden. That question to both of Go ahead. Why is marketing so, so expensive? A Super Bowl commercial. I'll tell you a s- A simple answer:
1: Yes. It's demand and supply. Demand. Thanks. Thank you. And the thing is, uh, usually it says if you spend one KD or one dollar, that should bring you fifteen times. But so if you look always at marketing, as he said, yes, as an as, as a cost, then you will never be uh, generous enough. Exactly for your business to make it famous and to expose the brand.
0: Exactly, and to communicate, you have to communicate. communicate. Yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, is there a certain percentage of um, an alignment for, for example, um, how much should I spend on marketing?
1: How much should yep. I get on operation? Do you specify the percentage? Yes, yes. Yeah. See, uh, it depends on the phase of the business. Okay. okay. The, the business is like a baby, it goes through four phases the lounge phase, incline or growth phase, the maturity, then decline. Decline means in the, you know, lounge phase, you have to set aside for marketing about 15 to 20% of your uh, working capital. Okay. Now, is this a law or yeah. is this... Uh, philosophy? Philosophy. It's more of a theory. Okay. Uh, it's a practice, not even a theory. It's a practice. Absolutely. Some people say, no, you need more. Some people say, no, you need less. But usually from practice, from okay. the... You know, from the market, it's usually 15 to 20 percent off of your working capital. Then, when you go to the growth phase, you start taking every year between five to 15 percent from your sales to budget for a market.
0: Okay, so it changes with with the with the life cycle life cycle. of well, this. Yeah, exactly. But well, you didn't mention anything about extension. Like, what happens after? I, if I don't want to decline, I'm a big business that, has,
1: that comes. That comes. Uh, or here comes the the smartness and the expertise of the owner of the business or the top manager yeah you always need to find the spot of decline before it starts yeah or when it's about to start yeah then you have to do a relaunch of a new business for example You know, the uh, gas drinks or, uh, you know, the soft drinks. Soft drinks, gas drinks, is different. Okay, okay. So, soft drinks, the soft drink. When you look at it, they they always do rebranding of the cans or recoloring. Yes, yes. yes. All these kind of things, okay? Even though the taste is the same. True. Yeah, it's just a new personality. Exactly. And then what happens? Boom. It goes up. It goes through the same cycle. Exactly. From the decline point. Not from it again. And keep going.
0: I want to get your take on something. In Kuwait, it's almost the number one business that everyone wants to start. is a restaurant, food truck, something related
1: to food. Because that's the only entertainment we have.
0: The first six months, everyone is going to that place. And after that, it's like...
1: No, let me tell you that thing. Part of uh, entertainment around the world, around the world, is food and music. Food and music so wherever you go but because Kuwait, that's the only thing with right you know? so it shines and it's, yeah but, but the thing is uh, it's uh, so uh, if you go to Lebanon, right. dubai yeah. all these countries uh-huh. always food, food is enjoyment food is essential it's essential is just
0: it's an essential central thing exactly food corona th- all of them are finding success
1: yeah uh, that competition yeah. yeah supply and demand supply. The stronger state. Exactly, exactly, exactly.
0: We have a statement, too big to fail. What is that? What do you think? Too big to fail. I mean, perhaps um, maybe like a monopoly, for example. I mean, some of the big, big, big firms in the world, uh, when they're too big to fail. Is it true If someone who has, let's say, so many shopping malls and
1: businesses and all that. It's hard for him to to fail, right? Yeah, the thing is, because of the capital investment, and the diversity. Right. So don't put your eggs in one basket. Put your
0: eggs in
1: basket. Always. Even when it comes down to small businesses, when you have, you know, access proceeds mm-hmm. or let's say, you know, extra profits. Don't just keep them there. Take some and mm-hmm. invest in something else.
0: The thing is, like, when you're a big company, you're a huge company. You're obviously... There's so many assets. You, uh, you are able to get the experts, and then you just you build on the experts, and you get more experts, and more experts, and you become so immune to failing. Yes, but then, but that sometimes they fail. They fail. Well, it's like like you know one of those you know big banks nowadays. Oh, Absolutely, we have had it in history. where Huge companies would be so strong, and then you overnight they uh, disappear. This, uh, this is risk. What is your opinion on that? So let's let's this is normal. This is part of life, and and any again, this bank. In the state, we saw that in photography in technology, don't, don't, and technology, yeah.
1: But it's a risk in business, you cannot guarantee everything. Yep. Shall we ask, it? I think, the question of you as
0: a person today would you be the same person you are today if you didn't do your studies or your MBAs your
1: previous higher education? Well, okay, you want a theoretical answer or a real answer? You want the honest? Um, nowadays. I am not a big supporter of the uh, educational system in the world. Interesting. Yeah, because that's a big take. Yeah, yeah. So you, you gotta d- explain to that. Very the town? I mean, because it teaches you not to be an entrepreneur. It teaches you to always stay by the wall. Doesn't mean, doesn't allow you to think outside exactly. the box. Exactly, and that's you what you can, Yes, yes. yes. Uh, this is the nature of a human being since. God created Adam and Eve. But I think, is it because when you're learning, especially in higher education, they're te- they teach
0: you, teach you how not to step outside the box, but because you're learning what the box is made of, almost. Because be, otherwise, you're not aware of what the box is. Okay. But if like you're sitting in class, the box is literally one, two, and three, and four. You
1: start thinking about But then they're limiting you. Exactly. They are. Well, yes. Exactly. They're shaping the box. Let's let look at, you know, the super big, you know, technological company, yeah. without na- mentioning. Without mentioning. Okay. They're run by... Uh, College drop- dropouts, all of it. Steve Jobs. I don't know, can I allow? Can of course, Steve Jobs, my, my Bill Gates, Bell yeah, got, uh, Page Brothers, who created Google. But we have to agree. I mean, this, this,
0: I mean, obviously, I completely respect and appreciate your perspective, but education can also benefit many. Yes, uh, first, athletes. And there's so much you can learn from it, whether it's the theories or the people.
1: Behind. Yeah, yeah but, but it's not everything. Of course, it's, of course. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's it makes up 30%. But as you said, you cannot put all of your baskets,
0: uh, eggs in one basket. And uh, we, if you depend only on your education,
1: you'd be doing yeah. that. Yes, you'll be always an employee. You'll be always living by your salary, day by day. you not you. You're, you're Yeah, you're Whatever makes
0: people more satisfied, I think. To each their own, and
1: to each their and And the one thing also I learned, not all people want to be entrepreneurs or business. Absolutely, as Rachel. Some of them, they're per- Me, I want to stay away. Yeah. So Some 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 people, their personality is to be an employee. 100%. Yeah. Imagine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But Absolutely. Imagine if all people are managers or business. Exactly, factory. How, how, how will uh,
0: I lead? My dad always says that. Thank you so much, Talal. I think Ahmed I and I definitely learned a lot about entrepreneurship. Uh, hopefully, we visit you one day, for... Yeah, feasible to study that. Discounted heavily. Discounted heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you so much for being mm-hmm. part It's untold. A pleasure. Yeah, like. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with a wrap up. now with a wrap-up, Ahmed, what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful discussion. Beautiful discussion. I think I feel more confident in uh, starting a business if I go see him. <laughs> if you go see him. If I go see him. Oh, and he gives me that feasibility study. No, honestly, I think I love the fact that he said, I mean, I can help you. Yeah. I can help you start a business, but I can't guarantee your success. Absolutely. No one can guarantee that. I can't the future. You can't see the future, but I can help you. Yes, exactly. Best of his abilities. 100%. To put you on the right track, hundred percent. No, it's very nice. I think he has different perspectives, and he's someone with higher education. Yes, obviously, he has his own perspective in education. Yes, but I think, which is interesting, he's he's he had like two degrees, I think, and that's a, a lot of focus on education. But then come out and say, that's thirty percent. A lot yeah. of people do that because they tend to jump all into the work and right. so much from the from the practical life. But I think education can add so much value to you. To at least uh, take you. I perhaps education as third- like as the. As the is the basics you absolutely the not just build upon it. 100%? Absolutely. Keep it here on the Untold Daily, as we discuss brand new topics from different guests every day with my buddy Hossein. Thank you so much, see you later. Have a good night.